0: This episode is brought to you by our 2023 silver sponsor, Better Rate Mortgage. Thank you to Better Rate Mortgage and all of our 2023 sponsors. Welcome to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate.
1: My name is Dan Wonder, and I'm the Director of Marketing and Communications.
0: And I'm Kylie Beasley, marketing and communication specialist, and your podcast producer.
1: And today we are joined by our 2023 president Scott Haggerty and our CEO Dan Sale to talk about the year in review. This is always one of my favorite conversations that we do throughout the years. Welcome, gentlemen. Well, thank you very much. Great to be here. Yeah, thank you for having us. Well, to kick things off, what would you both say was a highlight of this past year for you both? Well. For me, uh,
2: it was the broker forums. I mean, they were a great success. uh, And the feedback from the content along with the speakers was excellent. Uh, And I think that really reflects on our membership and what they were
3: looking for. Couldn't agree more, Scott. I I would say for me, just kind of in general terms, um, the highlight was th- this was my fifth year serving as the CEO for St. Louis Realtors.
2: Congratulations. And it's, Absolutely yeah, incredible. thank
3: you. Wow. And it's uh, just a, amazing how time has flown. Um, but it's, it's been an honor and a privilege. And along with that, I think the highlight for me really uh, was working with such a dedicated group of volunteer leaders um, yourself as president, Tina Siebert, uh, president elect, Renee Browner, treasurer. And our entire board of directors, and and not to stop there, um, just to include in that all of our volunteer members that serve on committees, you know, I'm amazed, not surprised really, but continually amazed at the the dedication and um,
2: the commitment that our members show to the organization. I couldn't agree more. Uh, That really shows in their participation, um, and especially in... You mentioned even the staff as well. The staff has been fantastic. And I think sometimes we don't give them enough credit, although we don't want to give them too much credit because, you know, the end of the year review is coming up, so we will make sure that we (laughs) pull back a little bit. But really, I mean, it's one of those things that, golly, uh, we're so fortunate. You you guys do so much. So it's always appreciated.
1: I I think it goes to say, though, that I think without the volunteers, though, to help kind of guide and lead us, you know, I... We'd be lost, I think, as staff sometimes. So it's great to have you guys that actually are out there in the field knowing what's going on to come back and be like, hey, this is where we need to take things this Mm -hmm. year and this is what we need to do. So thank you.
0: In that same vein, um, Scott, Dan, was there an accomplishment this year that you would say you're most proud of?
2: Well, um, I think that uh, the MR conference briefings scheduled prior to each conference was a pretty big accomplishment. And quite honestly, it was the brainchild of uh, President Matt Murin, and I want to make sure that I give him credit for that because it was a great idea. And we had really, in my estimation, great participation, and really to see it grow each and every time and along with the quality of the questions that the uh, that they had, um, the committee input that uh, that we had along with that was rewarding. Yeah, so I, mean, I think that was probably the one thing for me. Um, and then... The other would be that now we have the NAR briefings mm-hmm. that we've added to it. So it kind of shows you maybe the quality that we were looking for and maybe that Matt knew that, hey, this is something that really we need to do for ourselves.
3: Sure, yeah.
2: um, Getting our committees on board. Uh, one of the other things I guess for me, getting our committees on board with returning to in-person meetings. Mm-hmm. I believe that uh, it enhances the quality and really the flow of the meeting. And ultimately, they're more efficient. And uh, I was proud of the fact that each and every meeting uh, was great. And quite honestly, each meeting, we never went past time. And I think that showed, you know, how we uh, respect each other's time Mm -hmm. and value it. Couldn't agree
3: more, Scott. When I was reviewing these questions ahead of time, um, I I don't know why, but those briefings really didn't even cross my mind And, and... those were a huge accomplishment, so I'm, I'm glad you brought those up. For me, uh, I would say uh, I had trouble with this one um, because looking back over the year, really, there were a lot of a lot of little wins, in in my opinion, way too many to to cover in detail. Um, and and I would agree with your earlier comment that we have a very hardworking and dedicated staff here. Um, and I don't want to risk singling out certain staff at, at the risk of not mentioning others. But I, I do want to lift up, um, I think, in the area of advocacy and uh, our uh, inclusion and diversity program, I think this year we really made some uh, incredible strides. Uh, just a couple of items as it relates to advocacy, the regional permitting collaborative. You know, we've been a founding member of that which has been in existence for 11 years now. Uh, our gro- our director of government affairs, Charlie Hinderleiter, recently took that on as chairman of that collaborative. And then earlier this year, um, we uh, realized that initiative, and it's full with uh, uh, an electronic permitting and plan review process. Um great example of St. Louis Realtors showing leadership in the community. Uh, also, uh, the creation of the uh, St. Louis Housing Solutions Coalition, uh, which has been a very proactive approach to uh, addressing some of the uh, housing-related concerns that we have in the city and, and trying to manage the and balance the, the needs of uh, property owners with tenants Um, And then the Safer and Simpler Missouri Coalition, which has grown to 24 different organizations. And uh, that coalition, of course, is geared toward uh, creating greater uniformity uh, among building codes. Uh, And and that has been spearheaded by uh, Charlie as well. And then in the area of inclusion and diversity, uh, we've got uh, Felicia Crawford Randall, who. Uh, I think is in her second full year here at St. Louis Realtors. And um, uh, she has really done a fantastic job of uh, shepherding uh, our 19-point diversity, equity, and inclusion uh, plan that was created a few years ago. We're in the second year of that process of working on that plan and um, have had several wins, just to name a few. Uh, the creation of the new Brokerage Award for Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion, Mm -hmm. uh, otherwise known as the Reimagining St. Louis Brokerage Award, um, and the creation of a new Community Partner Award, uh, otherwise known as the Reimagining St. Louis Community Partner Award.
2: You know, Dan, talking about Felicia, now I'm thinking back, and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. The thing that is really amazing doesn't it seem like she's been here longer than just two years with everything that she's done? Most, most certainly,
3: most certainly. Um, and then the, 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 the latest, um, um, accomplishment is the creation of the the new scholarship program where we were able to award six scholarships. And, uh, that was due to the generosity of, uh, Stiefel bank and trust. um, but the reason I mentioned Charlie and Felicia both is there's there's something more uh, at play here. Uh, the two of them have really they, they feed off of one another. Uh, Felicia's role as a diversity and inclusion director is almost more kind of like a community affairs director as much as it is a DEI role, and that fits very neatly with government affairs and advocacy. And so she and Charlie seem to really feed off of one another and have really developed a synergy. And along with that, the last thing I'll say about that is, uh, in large part due to Charlie's efforts to help fund a lot of these initiatives we've been speaking about, um, he has successfully uh, assisted St. Louis Realtors in uh, generating over $300,000 worth of grants from the National Association of Realtors, and Missouri Realtors this past year.
2: Wow. And, you know, thinking back about Charlie and the permitting uh, issue that, you know, he kind of spearheaded at the very end, he was part of that group for a long time and they were about to end. And Charlie stepped in and took over as the leader of that group Huh. And, and brought it to the finish line. And I'm like, doggone it. Yes. I don't know if he gets enough credit for doing something like that. Mm-hmm. It's not really something that's in his job title. I think he just did it because that's who
1: he is, you know? I didn't realize coalition. that. <laughs> yeah. The king of coalition. Yes.
0: <laughs> there you go. Exactly. <laughs>
1: What would you say, looking back on this year, is there something that you wish you would have been able to accomplish? I, I know we've done so much this year, you know, and that, that goes without saying, but but is there something you're like, oh, man, I wish we would have had just a little bit extra time just to get, get to this one thing?
2: For me, uh, there's maybe just a couple little things. And uh, we just got done talking about one, but I would say nothing really big. Um, just to continue with the form changes that we're doing and tweaking the bylaws, Uh, those changes are, are of course, minimal. But the uh, Safer Simpler St. Louis that had changed to Safer Simpler Missouri didn't really get the support at our last MR conference from our realtor friends um, and around the state. And I wish that would have taken hold, and I think that would have helped us jump a little farther ahead than what we are. However, uh, you know, we're not diminished at all by that, what I would consider a minor setback. But I think that um, it'll give us a renewed focus on really how to move forward and get it done. So anytime that you have a little bit of adversity, I would look to see what was a positive. And there's always a positive mm-hmm. out of that. And you know what? Um, all the confidence in the world with Charlie, um, and I know that he's going to have plenty of help, um, we'll get it done. Very well said,
3: Scott. I would say for me, um, it's not so much something that we weren't able to accomplish, but something that I would like to see um, take hold even more next year. And and that was, if you remember earlier this year, we created a staff speakers bureau. Mm -hmm. And, um, uh, you know, we've had, I would say, decent success in getting the word out. And it's a great opportunity for members to learn more about different aspects of the association, you know, what their benefits are, uh, whether it be government affairs, professional standards, uh, designation programs, realtor safety, you name it. Um, it's an opportunity for for members to invite staff to come to their office meeting and, and share information with them and in return take feedback from the members and um, – I participated in several of those visits myself, and and I look forward to us, you know, increasing that effort next year.
2: I agree. And I think uh, the momentum that you'll get from other brokers and what I've heard so far is that, hey, we had these individuals from the association stop by and talk at our meeting. You should do that as well. And I think that's where that momentum comes in. You start to get one broker talking to another broker, and pretty soon it snowballs. And now. You guys won't have any um, any more time to do anything else other than talk in front of all different, <laughs> different <laughs> places. So and,
3: and that would be that would be just <laughs> fine.
1: Our Staff Speakers Bureau is a fantastic resource for our, um, all of our members. I highly encourage um, our listeners to check it out. You can find it on our website at stlrealtours.com backslash staff speakers bureau.
0: So how would you say that this year has changed you? Um, Was there someone or something that had a large impact on you?
2: Great question. Um, I would say the members. Just hearing from others what a great job we have done and thanking us for listening to them. Um, And sometimes you just, you don't put enough uh, weight on listening to people talk. Sometimes they just want to be heard not necessarily that they want you to do anything or have an actionable item that you, you take care of immediately. Sure. They want to be heard mm-hmm. plain and simple. And you know what? I think that reflects on our clients too. I mean, our clients want to be heard and that's what we're supposed to do as agents anyway. Um, the biggest impact for me uh, was to see a really a deeper level, how the staff really works. I mean, they really, really work hard for the membership. Um, while supporting the leadership. So um, it's great that you're able to say, hey, you know, without the leadership, you know, we have no direction or no focus. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing, without your support, we can't help our membership get and do and see the value that's here at the association.
3: Well, I would say for me, it's uh, the way this year has changed me is it's really caused me to kind of uh, question and reevaluate several truths that I have kind of taken for granted over the last 35 years. When I came into this uh, business, one of my responsibilities was to uh, manage a multiple listing service. And as we all know, the core of that service is the offer of cooperation and compensation. And no one thought to question it um, for many, many years. And suddenly, now that whole practice is being questioned. Um, along with that, uh, you know, the the benefits of, of membership in the realtor organization and, you know, the three levels of the organization uh, tied together through what we like to refer to as the three-way agreement, the National Association of Realtors, Missouri Realtors, and St. Louis Realtors. For many years, it was just kind of a given that, uh, there is inherent benefit, and so uh, when you you know kind of face the the adversity that we faced in this past year, and and the questions that have surfaced, and and the doubt, it kind of makes you step back and reevaluate those things. And um, it's it's been a healthy exercise for me. I've I've internalized a lot of that, and um, now more than ever, I see the need for us to to maintain. Our relationships with our state and national organizations, and cooperation and compensation as the founding principle behind MLS, I think is as important as ever, and it's what created the efficient marketplace that we enjoy in this country. And we've kind of taken that for granted. And all we need to do is is look at how other countries view our system. I would say they view it with great envy, and. Uh, they wish that they had a system like ours and the benefit of that system are the, the buyers and sellers and property owners.
1: I think to go off of that too, I I know something that I've done a lot of thinking about this lately too, because my background isn't originally in real estate related career uh, fields at all. Um, but having been in this association for five years now, I remember when I first started not really knowing the difference between a realtor and a real estate agent. To me, it was kind of just right. a it was the same thing sort of thing. Yeah, and me too. now that I've been here enough to know that there is a huge difference and I really encourage our members to really Definitely share that with, you know, their clients and just the public that like, hey, you know, you're not just working with a real estate agent here. You're working with a realtor, you know, and there's all these things that we do to make sure that we keep that title, you know, special, essentially, you know, that we go through all this training, you know, and keeping up with a a very strict code of ethics. Uh, Really, I think reiterating that out to the public, I I think would be a great thing.
2: Well, and I think that's something that we probably don't do. A good enough job of is explaining to them what we really do and the code of ethics. Look how many other industries take what we have already done and they use that to kind of emulate um, for their own
1: uh, absolutely, it, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Last question for you guys Do you have any advice for incoming 2024 president Tina Siebert this next year?
2: Well, I'm, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm always one of those that is like, you know what, probably don't need to say anything. But that being said, enjoy your time. Listen to your gut. Uh, Listen to the membership. I mean, really, that's the only advice. And it's something that, you know, she does very well anyway. I mean, Tina has every quality to be an exceptional leader and already possesses all the desirable attributes to be well prepared and respected. I mean... I was more excited when I was getting installed um, about her being president next year. And, and here it's already <laughs> next year. And it's like, how cool is that? I mean, it's like, I really am excited and I'm excited about her. I'm excited about Stacy. Uh, I mean, obviously if Tina has any questions or, you know, I mean, I'm there, I'll be hanging around, um, you know, like an old sock in the wind, but I mean, you know, if she needs to ask, I'll be there um, and, you know, just help her. With anything, I mean, she is so uh, talented. Uh, people like her, and uh, just what I, I think. Really, this next year, we will more than get our money's worth out of Tina. This next year. Absolutely.
3: Well said. Well said. I couldn't couldn't agree more. I, I think my advice would be very simple. Um, you have a, an army. Of staff and volunteers at your disposal. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Um, You know, don't feel like you have to shoulder the entire burden
2: uh, yourself, and above all, have some fun. Oh, exactly. And one other thing I'll add to that, too, and it's something that um, uh, Matt mentioned to me, um, Katie said the same thing, and uh, I get to pass it along to Tina just, and we always say jokingly, but with some seriousness added into it, just do what Dan tells you and you'll be
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> just like at home. <laughs> just like at home. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dan, Scott, thank you so much for joining us here today. Yes. Scott, thank you so much for your presidency this past year. It has been a fantastic year. Yes. I know we're all going to miss you, but you're not going anywhere at all. That's you'll true. still be around. We're very looking forward to Tina's presidency this next year and everything that's going to be accomplished in the association. So thank you again. Well,
2: thank, thank you. you all very much. Appreciate everything that you have done. You've made my year an absolute joy. And I, I had fun. Dan mentioned, you know, for Tina to have fun. I had fun. Um, he Dan probably knows that when I came into it, I probably had a different idea of what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting how it was not anything like I thought it was going to be. Um, <laughs> And it was actually fun. It sounds did. like another podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know if I get paid for this or not. But <laughs> not just it <laughs> <added> on, whatever. <laughs> yeah. No, I I, I
3: totally concur, uh, Scott. It's been a, it's been a pleasure working with you this year, and um, I look forward to your continued leadership in the organization.
2: Well, thank you, and something that I mentioned uh, very, very briefly because I don't like to talk too much. However, I'm talking way more than I normally do. But I mean, um, uh, the one guy that I singled out uh, whenever I was at Tina's installation was Dan. And I mean, Dan really does an absolute fantastic job of preparing everybody, making sure that you're well-equipped and you're ahead of the game. Um, And I really do mean that, um, Dan made me a better leader and sincerely made me a better person. So to Dan Sale, thank you. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Can I borrow
3: $5? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cash. Checks in the mail. <laughs>
0: listening to Real Time Real Estate, a podcast brought to you by St. Louis Realtors. Join us next time for more on real estate news, trends, and industry insights. And be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. St. Louis Realtors, your voice for real estate.